Welcome to the Tampa Bay Podcast. We are here. My name is John Tegel. I hope you have a great time because we are the official podcast of the Tampa Bay area. We're the best. We're number one. Taylor, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. I, I have no idea. John, if you can help introduce me. I have no. I, I don't even know how to describe myself other than as a legend. So, Honestly, I thought you'd be pretty pissed because t- because the Tampa Bay Lightning didn't even have a pick in the first round. Like, what kind of what kind of crap is that? It's true. Yeah, I don't know. They they're like, oh, let's plan, let's win right now, let's do all this shit. They're like, we're gonna get rid of all all of our picks, get all these people to come in and win now, and then just get blown out in the first round. That's 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 the way to go. Yeah, but, you know what? You know, can't can't fight against the Tampa Bay. Uh, it's the it's the Tampa Bay mentality, mentality at this you know? point. They're doing a fantastic job. You know, it's the Tampa Bay mentality. Get get a bunch of good players for one good season, have a good hurrah, and then lose. That's our end. That's what we like to see here in Tampa. But to put a little more structure into this podcast, I'm going to introduce myself officially. My name is John, the most handsome man in all of YouTube table. I am a Tampa Bay sports fan, as you can see, born and raised here in the Tampa, Tampa Bay area, good old Sarasota, Florida. You know, Taylor and I went to high school together. We've been friends for what? How, how many years has it been now, Taylor? About 10 years, maybe 11? Oh, yeah, I, I've lost 12, 13, I don't know, too many to count. We could write a book on the events that we have witnessed and done together. My goodness. Hell, if we could only tell all the stories of all of the uh, sports we've watched together and been disappointed over the years watching Tampa Bay sports. So just to have the last few years be fantastic. So, you know, the ups and downs of sports. You are absolutely right right on that. Being a Tampa Bay sports fan is equivalent to being a Cleveland sports fan. So... (laughs) But at least we won a few championships. I would never go that far. No, 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 no. At least no, we won that's, a few that's, that's quite a claim there, John. <laughs> you know, we're we're pretty bad overall, but recently we've been pretty good. And I saw an interesting stat the other day that the Bucks have the second best record in the NFC in the past three years. How is that even possible? Tom you mean like? I mean, I guess so. But man, <laughs> yeah, dude. he changed the mentality of the team, I guess. But last year was not. That was not Tom Brady. Uh, that was just a ghost of a man. That was the, his soul was already been taken away. Yeah, that was the, that was a ghost of a man. That was the uh, that was the Tom Brady that was dejected, uh, uninterested in playing football, and more focused on his ex wife, who now is surfing in. Which I don't know. I saw she was I don't surfing, know. surfing with her. She was surfing with her. Jiu-Jitsu instructor. instructor. Yeah. Yeah. Guy, yeah. He has to help her with the form. That's all it is. That's they're, right. they're not. They're not sleeping together. It's just. It's no, just strictly business. Absolutely not. Strictly business. Completely. You know. It's like. It's you know. It's like the old tennis John. instructor. John, what are you thinking about all these rumors about Tom Brady's like new girlfriend and all these things? Have you seen that? I've yeah. She's Instagram like models that are all coming to watch the the goat play. Aren't they all like twenty two years old too? They're all. Like I, I would say that's the average age. Yeah. <laughs> well, just call him Leonardo DiCaprio and sign him up and get him on the yacht. <laughs> oh God! Well, I don't think I don't think he's gotten into it yet. I mean, he might be doing it and not like posting about it, but well, I mean, I've not seen him feed into that lifestyle yet of just poaching young women because he can. To be fair, Tom Brady was never really a social media guy to begin with. You know, he had to be kind of coerced into doing it. The social media, you know, he did the. He, he does the Twitter videos every once in a while. He'll do those. I think, you know, he does the Instagram, but it's not like he gives too much of a shit about it. I mean, he's more focused on his TB12 uh, training regimen thing that he has and his workout plan and meals and meal planning thing that he's got, uh, which you can buy actually at Publix if you live in the Florida area. 
Oh, I didn't know that. What is what's in the meal plan? Uh, that uh, there's also I've, the ones that I've seen at Publix are all the uh, protein shakes and stuff like that oh. that you can buy in the nutrition section at Publix. But then you can also buy the meal the meal plan on the website. I would have to link it in the uh, description in the description because you can get like meal plans and stuff like that, which is kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> Similar to probably like Factor or HelloFresh or whatever. I'm sure. Yeah. But just branded with Tom Brady, you know, it's a it's a picture of a goat on there, so you know. Is it actually? No, it's, it's, it's TB12. I gotta get that. Pull, I gotta get that pulled up. That's it. That's just sounds too good to be talking about. What's it called? TB12. TB12, like meal plans or meal prep or something like. It's like TB12 something. It's a part the of TB12. The TB12 diet. Does it not include eating Subway? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the TB12 diet. Yeah, it totally. It has. I think, I'm pretty sure it has like a workout thing too that you can do. Yeah, it's, oh, I'm there he is. Yeah, see, it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, you you should be able to share your screen if you want to, so people the people can see it if you're able to. I don't know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like. Oh yeah, make sure you to. close the hub down. Yeah, hold on. Make sure you close that twisted thugs page. Yeah, did I? Yeah, do you, <laughs> did you need me to? <laughs> no, 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 like, hold on. A second. Oh, let's go. Hold He's hold pulling on. it up, folks. He's pulling it up. Hold let's go. on a second. All right, all right. So. Oh, there it is. Here it is. There he is. There's the man himself. Yes. Yeah, Tommy that face GQ does, himself. That face does not eat bread. No, it doesn't. That does not eat bread. Fun fact: he actually did not take a bite on that subway commercial. Wow, interesting. Yep, because he does not want to eat bread. Oh, you got to eat, drink twenty ounces of water with the TB12 electrolytes. Heck yeah! Nasty meal planning. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Leave the table feeling seventy-five percent full and stop oh, eating. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. Yeah, so integrate food into your workouts the right way. Fuel your body before you work out by drinking a high-calorie, high-protein, high-fat smoothie or shake. If you really want to feel like Tom, <laughs> add walnuts, acai powder, and hemp or chia seeds. Jumpstart oh. your post-workout recovery by having a protein-packed shake after exercise. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. That's the TB12 regimen right there, ladies and gentlemen. If that's something you're interested in, we'll put the link in the description. <laughs> The uh, I was I was thinking other things related to uh, Tom Brady. I mean, it seems like he's not really great at that social media. Neither, but, but you know what he does? He does bring people into his wing that are good at the social media, like Antonio Brown. Oh. Like he brought him right in. Excellent, segment. brought him under his wing, and that worked out great. I mean, look, they won a Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, and we don't even have to talk about how it ended. That's right. Yeah, everybody it's, knows it's ended right there. That's where it should have stopped. Just everybody knows about the shirtless Jets exit. <laughs> And you know well, what? Between that, wasn't he also in the news recently? Yes, he is. Not only for his rap career, but he is being <laughs> yeah, that sued. seems to be taking off. He is being sued by the Arena Football League. Now, in a report, now I need to uh, pull up the report here. In a report by, actually, I want because I don't want to get the source wrong here for antonio brown being sued by the arena football league and it was for a it was for not having checks uh being given out uh, antonio brown sued here we go but it was by sports illustrated that's who this was uh, this article was by he is being sued for this hold on i can edit this out though ah, here we go I just want to read the part where that I read the other day. That's all I want is just the part that I read the other day. 
players and coaches were initially paid for their final game of the season, but one player noted that the check had been pulled from his account, which rose suspicion with other players and coaches who all eventually discovered that their paychecks, too, had been pulled from their bank accounts. Hmm. Leggett says that the players are still owed $500 for their initial game for the Empire, and that has and that he has tried to reach out to Antonio Brown, his accountant, Alex Gunn. Gunaris, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, and team president Albany Albert, oh my freaking goodness, these people's names are insane, Alberoni Dennis, but to no avail. Now that is crazy and very concerning for the all of those players involved and coaches who are just trying to play the game of football, you know, even for just $500 a game. That's pretty big for those guys to, you know, maybe even get the exposure for the Arena Football League because then it could get them into these other smaller leagues like the USFL or uh, the XFL or well, – wasn't there a third one this year? I saw XFL and USFL. Was there another one? No, I don't know. I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, you didn't watch it? I, no, I, well, I, I, I was the XFL, so. I, I kind of watched a little bit of USFL. I tried to gamble on it. Don't – don't gamble. <laughs> gamble responsibly, actually, is what I should say. Yeah. Yeah. 18 and older, gamble responsibly. Yeah. Uh, but I tried to place a bet on it because I know the XFL is very into like the Vegas odds and doing all that stuff with sports gambling. I thought USFL was as well, but I guess not. Maybe I was wrong. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Antonio Brown pulling money from the players. And that was potentially thousands of dollars that was pulled from those bank accounts. If it's $500 a player, and that's 52-man roster, that's potentially $25,000 that's pulled from from those accounts. So that's a lot of money. And, he, and Antonio Brown potentially could be hurting for cash, or he's doing it because, I don't know, he needs, yeah, he needs a new studio for his rap career. It's weird, though, because that sounds like for him that that wouldn't even be that much money. Right. You know, know. Like, realistically. I know, especially yeah. with all the money he made with the Steelers. And didn't he sign a big deal with the Raiders before being cut and had some money? And then now the Bucks. He was there for a few seasons, a couple of seasons, and got paid. Yeah, was he getting paid? Was he getting like that minimum? Um, I can take a look at what his contract was with the Bucks. I could definitely take a look. Antonio Brown, Bucks contract. What did that look like? It was up to oh wow, thirty million, up to thirty million. I don't know if that was per year. So let's take a look at with the Bucks. Correct. How in the world is that possible? I think it might have been like a two-year. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Actually, I I misread the number. I'm an idiot. In 2021, he signed a one-year deal for 3.1 million. Oh, oh and that's so he made 5.1 million dollars because he got a signing bonus as well. So that's what he made in his last year with the Bucks. And you know, I was actually really excited when he initially signed with the Bucks, and I was really excited that he. Uh, was going to play with Tom Brady and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin with potentially probably the deadliest trio of wide receivers that we, that the Bucks oh, yeah. even and potentially the NFL had ever seen. And Gronk. And, that, yeah, and Gronk and Leonard Fournette to catch the ball out of the backfield. You know, I just, which is, yeah, they were set up to win that next year. They really were. They, I know. And then, Oh, I, I might even upload the clip. I might even upload the clip of me at the Bucks game at the, at that Rams game. When Leonard Fournette scored the go-ahead touchdown, and then my heart was immediately broken after with that Hail Mary pass to Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Oh, dagger right to the heart. So sad. I was there for that divisional game. My goodness, it was terrible. Uh, but, yeah, Antonio Brown decided to uh, become a basket case and then uh, and blame everything on Tom. And I, don't under- I still, to this day, don't understand what he is blaming Tom Brady for. 
or what he's blaming uh, Bruce Arians for, or even Todd Bowles for. I don't understand it still to this day. But yeah. he feels I, I don't. I think we need to write off anything Antonio Brown is saying at this point. I mean, he's not. I think we all know he's not completely right in his head. I think he needs to. He needs a little bit of help finding himself. You know, he's a little, a little all over the place. You know, maybe if he got a little bit, a few more massages, he'd be a little better. Yeah, like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, maybe he needs to get on Deshaun Watson's plan. Yeah, he needs to get on the Deshaun Watson plan there. Uh, did they release the Buck schedule uh, recently? They did release the Buck schedule, the full Buck schedule. But I wanted to, I wanted to get your thoughts on something that Baker Mayfield said the other day. I wanted to get your thoughts on this because I am below the floor, not into this Baker Mayfield being our quarterback situation. I am like negative on this. I'm like negative one million on this. You sort of look like, well, I think, what was the first thing that you said when you read it, that you were going to run through a wall or something? That's absolutely correct. It's going to make me run through a wall because I don't want to win any games this season as a Bucks fan. I want to lose, lose, lose because I want Caleb Williams in the draft. But here is the quote from Baker Mayfield. It was the first time I had fun playing football in a few years. It brought the feeling of having that success and really remembering what it was all about. Kind of hit the reset button for me. And this was a quote. This was a quote from him on his time with the Rams last season. And you want to know something? It makes me want to vomit. Because I believe that we should be using Baker to throw pick sixes, lose games, but still get Mike Evans over his 1,000-yard receiver mark. Oh, you could do that. You could just, I mean, you could just start from the beginning and just start chucking it to him. And he's going to catch half of them, but we'll throw picks for their half. That's perfect. Good, that, good intelligence. Give me the Jameis Winston treatment, please. Give me Baker Mayfield <laughs> 30 for 30. Because oh, that's that's terrifying. Oh, no. I, I don't I don't know if I want to watch three touchdowns a game and four interceptions. That's I so. Actually, I take that back. It was very interesting to watch. That was a lot of fun. There was you know, a lot of up and downs of that. To this, to this day. I still remember that Seahawks game with Jameis where he had led that comeback drive to send it into overtime <laughs> only to lose because <laughs> we should have won that game because I believe he threw a pick six in the opening drive of that game. This was the year right before Brady came. I believe he threw a pick six to start the game, and then I believe he threw a pick six in overtime to lose the game, if I to remember correctly. <laughs> well, that, if that isn't Jameis Winston, I don't know what it is. I mean, that was uh, he's just out there eating W's and eating interceptions. Oh. That's all he does. Yeah, we're going to eat a W today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so right. bad to watch. My, my thoughts on Baker, he shouldn't have come to Tampa, honestly. He should have stayed, or he should have went to a team that doesn't need any rebuilding, in my opinion. I think... People can call me crazy, but I think the Bucks need a little bit of rebuilding because Mike Evans is getting older, right? We've had him since he's been drafted. He's he's getting older. Chris Godwin, now that's somebody we could build around, an offense around. Rashad White, now hear me out about Rashad White. This guy, I think, has it. I think Rashad could be one of the best running backs in the league this coming season. You and think so? I I feel like he doesn't. The one thing he's missing is it, that all the the successful running backs all have that like that it factor, that size. They they have a little bit of size. They might not they might not be like tall, but they're they're built. They're he's thick. like he looks as if he's like um, a track runner. Okay. Like if he gets hit, he's going down. Like there's no he, he can't bounce off. Yeah, he just take, doesn't have that that it factor. Let's take a like look a, at Rashad like an AP or. Uh, or the muscle hamster himself, oh, Doug, Doug Martin. Martin. <laughs> but Doug Martin was so slow. 
uh, like he, he would get into the open field and people would just catch him. Like, <laughs> be like, oh great, there he goes. I again. mean, all right. So Rashad White is six foot, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Is that not good enough for you? No, no. He's got to get in that two twenty five range. He's got. He needs to pack on a little he, bit. He might as well be a hockey player that at that weight. Oh Jesus! You know, speaking of hockey, that draft. What do you think about hockey god number two being drafted number one overall? Well, I think you uh, said it better the other day. I mean, like, it's definitely he's definitely not hockey god. That's seems like he's the son, the son. So we're gonna call him hockey Jesus. But hockey uh, Jesus, baby. <laughs> yes, and he's he's uh, drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks, and it seems it like Connor Connor Bernard. Connor or? Bernard. Connor Bernard. How funny yeah, that they uh, apparently if your name's Connor and you play in the NHL, you're a superstar. So I, I don't know how that. Connor happens, McDavid, but. Connor Bernard. You know. Coincidence? Yeah. Well, I don't think so. Some of the other Connors actually probably aren't that great. I, I'm thinking about it. I believe there's a there's a Connor on the Winnipeg Jets. It's yeah. Uh, but let's see. So yeah. So he got drafted first overall, which I will say I kind of feel like the league is a little rigged, even though it's a draft lottery. It just seemed like the the this big market like Chicago was going away because everybody was leaving. They needed to rebuild. Everything was going on, and they're like, well, we're going to lose a lot of revenue in the league if the Chicago sucks. And look at this. Now oh, they're good again. They Whoa, I don't know draft. how that happened. I don't know how Pittsburgh went from winning, you know, Stanley Cups or, or being like a, a, a fierce competitor in the 90s then to losing all through the early 2000s. And they're like, you know what? I think Pittsburgh should get Sidney Crosby. Let's just let's just give them Sidney Crosby. Oh. They're going to just fix this market real quick. It's like, how does this keep happening? You're like, oh, th- there's not like any chance that they would go to like uh, an Arizona that has no following at all. I mean, well, like, John, I'll be honest with you. Did, did you even know there was a team in Arizona? The Coyotes? Of course I did. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, here, you know. one, I, won't one. Doubt, I won't doubt you again. I'm sorry. Here, here's something for fans out there. What's the name of the Minnesota team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the Is this a, of, or the new, or that new Seattle team. What's that name? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What fans can name <laughs> did it? Did you guys know I, that there's a Seattle team? All right, John. John, you know what? I think, I think uh, going forward, we should have some trivia. On oh, this podcast, yes. And what what we're gonna do is I'm going to make up questions about hockey to ask you that oh. I feel are very simplistic and easy, and we're just gonna see how it goes about you naming these things. That's, that's where right. you need to find. We're gonna find one for me too as well. I mean, you're gonna have to pick something about football or like even something like I don't even know who Caleb Williams is. Caleb Williams is the quarterback yeah. for the U.S. Is he even that good? Hello, this is uh, this is Shadow. If you saw him, poke his head up. Is is Caleb oh. Williams good? That's my dad's yeah. dog. Is Caleb Williams good? Let me just don't touch my smoothie dog. All yeah, right. I, I I haven't even heard of this bloke. Like, what what are, what are we talking about here? Right, we're gonna, we're where's the highlight reel? I haven't seen the highlight reel yet. All right, so I will admit, how come, is, how come today is the first time I'm hearing about this guy? That's 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 just he saying something. Okay, we're gonna go to Caleb Williams' stats here. This guy in college. What is he like? A Trevor Lawrence? Like, what what are we talking here? He's not as tall as Trevor Lawrence. He's only is he six, Trey Lance. Like, like, what type of quarterback are we talking? Like, okay, who would so, you compare him to? An Eli Manning? I would more compare him to like a Russell Wilson, early career Russell Wilson. Oh, I was going to say, please not right now, because I don't, I don't want Russ cooking in my kitchen. Ever That's again. right. But yeah. last season, Taylor, take a look at these stats. This, this is the last season. He had a 66% completion percentage and threw for 4,537 yards, 42 touchdowns, and only five picks, with a QB rating of 168.5. That dude is kind of weak, and and it's I mean, not and it's not even considering his rushing stats. I mean, if he if he can do that in the NFL, I mean, yes, that that's fantastic. But he won't. 
Well, just like every other quarterback, like all the ones that are big, great names seem to not really do anything ever. This is true. But like you know how many, like you know how many picks, you know how many first round picks for QBs have been taken, and they just like fizzle, fizzle out. Like it happens so often, and they're like, "Oh, this QB draft is so high, everybody's so good," and then like this other one from a couple years ago, right? I mean, look at who's the guy that was that was that was previously playing as a starter for the Jets, but now has to oh, start Wilson. behind Aaron Rodgers. Zach What's that? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The mil- the mill slayer himself, right? Mill slayer. He might not be winning on the gridiron, but he's definitely winning in the bedroom. That's right. Uh, I mean, a win is a win in his book, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. At least that's more than what Jameis could have said. That's right, because Jameis couldn't even see the W. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't see the W, and I'm sure he couldn't even find his own bedroom. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he at least couldn't hit it with a football. That's right. He uh, he was looking for the crab legs. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, god, the, the visuals. The he was visuals. looking for the crab legs, man. He was he was looking for the crab legs. Anyway, uh, back to the Bucks. Though, did you did you say that they released the schedule? Oh yeah, then here let me pull it up for you because I'm actually going to a game. I'm going to the game against what? the Lions. Going to the game against the Lions, sitting right behind the bench. What? How did you pull that off? How did I pull that off? Yeah. Uh, it was so. Who are you giving sexual favors to? Nobody, nobody, nobody. It was not, actually not originally friend. intended to be a Father's Day gift for my dad and my stepmom for them to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but my stepmom was like, ah, oh, no, it's a one o'clock game. It's going to be too hot for me to go in October. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll go. So me and my dad are going to the game against the Lions. Ooh. And I'm very excited because now I, I'm going to hopefully get to watch the Bucks lose and get to see Jared <laughs> Hollywood Ryan Gosling Goff. Ryan Gosling, like it. I am so excited to watch that game. Wait, this, I thought this was the schedule. I want the schedule. Tampa Bay Bucks schedule. I'm an idiot, dude. I I just should have typed in Bucks schedule. There we go. I just typed in Bucks. Here we go. So. Here is the season as follows. You know, we start on the road, which is kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer to start off. Oh, uh, in Minnesota, huh? Yeah, Yeah. here, let me share my screen so that you can see as well. Let's uh, box schedule. There we go. Share that bad boy. Okay, you can see this. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, so we start on the road against the Vikings, and then our home opener, September 15th, 1 p.m., the Bears. We're going to crush them. They suck. Justin Fields is garbage, not just because he played for Ohio State, but because I don't think he has what it takes to be the QB1 that Chicago needs. Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm saying. All these people that are taking these QBs in the first, like, five picks of the draft, they, I mean, which ones of them turned out? Tra- I mean, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I was like, Jacksonville's working out. I mean, you got that. I mean, Joe Burrow looks good. Yes, he does. And that's about as much as I can think. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, the Eagles quarterback. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, I feel like, came out of nowhere because he was like Actually, no one was no one was hot on him. Like everybody's like, yeah, he's a first, you know, he's a first round pick, but like, is he really an NFL quarterback? He looks like more like a running back. And honestly, at this point now, he's, he's one of league. the better QBs in the league. Yeah, and you want to know something, Taylor? I was very butthurt when Nick Saban subbed out Jalen Hurts for Tua Tagovailoa in the college football playoff a few years ago before they both got drafted. It forced Jalen Hurts to go play for Oklahoma. I thought Jalen Hurts was the better quarterback over Tua. Yeah, well, they still won anyway, didn't they? Yeah, they did. But, I mean, Oklahoma's a power. Uh, well, did they? Not... No, wait, did they win or did they lose to uh, Clemson? And, I can't remember what year that What year was that, John? Uh, you got me. I'll have to do a quick Google search. <laughs> <laughs> but, funny enough, as you're talking about Was that Jalen a pre COVID thing? 
No, it was pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID, I believe. Yeah. I believe it was like 2018 or something like that. Hmm. But I will say this. Jalen Hurts will be coming to Tampa Bay on the 25th of September to play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in, a, I believe, a Thursday night affair. 715 oh, yeah. 7-15. I've never seen a 7-15 yeah. game. That is an odd. What, what happened to the 8-15 games? Well, here, what day of the week is that? September 25th. Huh, that's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting time. September 25th, let's take a look what that day that is. Oh yeah, happy July, John. Yes, happy July 1st. Welcome to the September, you years. said 15th? 25th. 25th. It's a Monday night game. Monday night, so they moved it up. I thought it was 8.30, but whatever. Yeah, that's normally what it is, but maybe they may, maybe they're going to have two games that day. Oh, maybe, maybe they're going to have two games. They've been doing that, right? They usually do that. Did Amazon buy their, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think they usually do that at the first Monday night game of the season. There'll be one on at like 6 or 5.30, and then there's going to be one on at like 9 or 10. Usually what is it's like uh, a West Coast team. Didn't Amazon buy the rights for the Monday night games oh, this year, or is that like Thursday? Oh, maybe you're right. I completely forgot about that, that Amazon is going to be a part. I thought but I thought Amazon was Thursdays. Yeah, they had that last year. Let me see. Amazon. All right.
sideline. Looking at her hands. You know, Deshaun Watson doesn't play for the Texans anymore. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. He plays for the Browns. He plays for the Browns. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Hold on. No, they got. They got. They got, uh, they got uh, the other guy that's not Patty Mills. CJ Stroud, I believe, is who they drafted. <laughs> oh really? Isn't he from? Uh, isn't he from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me let me go to uh, Google. I'm pretty sure that's who they got. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Deshaun Watson still in the Texans. I'm I'm living in fucking 2018, man. <laughs> I know COVID did a lot to your brain, but damn, yeah. I know. I feel old. CJ Stroud. Yeah, he's a Texan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all so, right, so, where are we Stroud, at? so that's a win. That's a win. Never mind. Where are we Forget at what I said about so. Deshaun Watson. All right. Then we then we are home against the Titans. Now, here's my thing about the Titans. They are beatable. They are beatable if we stop Derrick Henry because I don't think they have very good wide receivers. So I think we could beat the. I think we surprise the Titans and beat them. I think that's back to back wins. So what are we? Uh, zero and one, one and one, one and two, one and three, one and four, two and four, two and five, three and five, four and five. I think we are four and five going into the game against the 49ers in San Francisco, and we lose. Mm-hmm. And then now, who is the Colts? Who is the Colts quarterback? It's not Matt Ryan. Oh, they got rid of him. I think he retired. No. no? Oh, that's right. That's right. He retired. Yeah, it must have been all the memes that got him. I mean, yeah, dude. The guy's thirty-eight, anyway. It's kind of time. Uh, he did retire. I mean, did he? He only played one season for them, but uh, Colts. QB that seems to be the place where people go to die. Tom Brady should go play for them next. Oh, they drafted Anthony Richardson from, from Florida. Okay, that's who their quarterback is. Oh, well, so that's a win. <laughs> for us? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so I think we, it's we're a five, we're five months, But it's in Indianapolis. It's in Indianapolis. Is that yeah. Pick? No. Okay, so we're 5-5 five and five going into a division game against the Panthers at Ray J. Now. On my birthday. Yes, on your birthday. Mm-hmm. On December 3rd. Looks like I'm going to that game. All right, we're going to that game. So, December 3rd, the Bucks. Man, this is a close one. It's really a toss-up because I don't know how good the Panthers are going to be. And this is what's unfortunate about the Bucks season is that, see, we're 5-5 five and five going into this, the late part of the season. And where does that put us in the draft? And where does that put us in the division? And where does that put us for even if we make it to the wild card? Like, what, how does that help us in the long run? But I think we could beat the Panthers – John, I think we're we're five and six at this point. Five and six. Yeah, we're five. Because we only have, we only have six games left at this point. True. Okay, so we're five and six going into the Panthers game. Is that what you said? I think that's. I think when we play the Panthers, uh, would, I mean, would you say that they, maybe they get the five hundred, and then that's when the season's going to end for them? They'll just stop playing. Well, okay. So here's my thing. We have because all of these games, man. A lot of our games at the end of the season are winnable, except the only two games I see us realistically losing are the Packers and the Jaguars. Because we can beat the Falcons. This NFC South is very soft. We're going to lose to the Packers with no quarterback? That's true. I keep forgetting that Aaron Rodgers is on the Jets. Dude, that's yeah, crazy. But it's for them. Is, it Jordan Love? is Jordan Love finally getting his, his chance? Is Jordan Love getting his chance? Okay, let's take a look. Uh, Packers QB. Is it Jordan Love? There's Sean Clifford. Is this guy's name? Where's he from? That sounds very familiar. He played for Penn State. That's why. I was going to say, I, I actually saw him play last year. That, that's what I saw him play in the, the whiteout game at, at Penn State. In Happy Valley. 
Yeah, good old Happy Valley. Good old Happy Valley State yeah, College. Yeah, rest in peace to their happiness because Michigan went in there and dominated them per year. Oh, before. yeah. Go blue, baby. Go blue. Love me, my Michigan Wolverines. They're always number one. Leaders in the best. Here we go. So against these Panthers, Falcons. So oh, keep going. So we're six and six with the Panthers. What about the Falcons? We okay, so win it's in, the in Atlanta. Do we win in Atlanta? No, I'm going to say we lose actually because. All right, so six season, and seven. Yeah. Do you remember last year, this last season, like where we went into Atlanta and we just barely skated by for the win to get into the playoffs? I think they get us. I think they get us there. Yeah. And then you think we beat the Packers in Green Bay? I'm asking you. You tell me. You're the expert. Because this is my worst nightmare. I say we do beat them. So sevens? Seven and seven? Oh, boy. John, we might, we might not even get a good – we're not getting Caleb Williams with this record. No, we're not. But this is objectively speaking – because I have to think – I have to take into consideration, is Baker Mayfield the man? Is he the guy? Is he the – because that's my biggest question mark. I think our team is built well enough – but it's the quarterback that's got me questioning. Am I going to get the Baker Mayfield that led the game-winning drive for the Rams? Am I going to <laughs> that get was the, pretty impressive. Yeah, am I going to get that Baker Mayfield, or am I going to get Brown's Baker Mayfield? What am I going to get? Because if I get Rams' Baker Mayfield, where he was energized, thro- throwing the ball well, you know, actually playing good football and not being a complete dickhead, I'll be excited about the season. But right, as of right now, when you, when you say Baker Mayfield's our quarterback, I'm not impressed. I'm not excited. I want to lose. I want Caleb Williams. I want the first pick in the draft. And going into this Jaguars game on Christmas Eve, I think we lose to the eventual Super Bowl champions, the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's your pick, huh? That's all my right, pick right. Super Bowl champs. And then for the Saints game at home, historically, we're pretty bad against the Saints all the time, but I think we win. So go. we'll be 8-8. Eight and eight. We'll be 500 going to the last game of the year. I think, and I think. Division rival at, in Charlotte. And Just I think have no idea what time of day. <laughs> yeah, it's to be determined because I think it all hinges on how good the Bucks are and how good the Panthers are. But I think we win, and we make we just barely skate into the playoffs and then lose in the wild card. Nine and eight. You say we're gonna make nine and eight? Yeah. Make the playoffs. Oh. That's and that's, that's being and that's me being realistic with the season as a whole. But honestly, I don't like it. I don't like it as a fan, as a Bucks fan because I want us to get. Our franchise guy. And is Baker our franchise guy? Let me look at how old he is. Let me Google how old Baker Mayfield is. Because I don't think he is our guy. Like, I just really don't. He, he's 28. He's still got time to develop into into the system. But if, we, if we're going to use the Todd Bowles system, I don't think he's going to succeed. Because the Todd Bowles system is run first. It's do th- short throws. It's dink and dunk offense. And it, it's not exciting. It's boring. It's slow. It's... Not good. If we're going to run Bruce Arians' offense, I think Baker Mayfield could excel because Baker does throw the deep ball pretty well, in my opinion. He does uh, like to throw a, like big guns. He's a gunslinger. That's what Baker. That's who Baker is. Is a gunslinger, in my opinion. He really does, you know, have those attributes to fit the Bruce Arians' offense, like like Brady did in his first year with the Bucks. And you saw he threw for over five k yards that season, I believe. <laughs> didn't he it was like five thousand yeah. yards and like mm-hmm. a 40 plus touchdowns like that would work for baker but does this todd bowles offense work i don't think so in my opinion i think it's going to be a repeat of last year of is he even running the offense huh is he, is he even running the offense uh i can take a look he, he was last year um i wonder if the bucks bucks offensive coordinator byron leftwich 
So if Byron left, which is still uh, actually no, we fired Byron, and we have Dave Canellis. Well, yeah. they're trying to save on who the is now the new you know, all that's all that good which I don't know where. Uh, anyway, from. about the Lightning again, though. The Lightning are selling a minority stake in the team, actually. So in order to sell them, so they normally, you know how they talk about, like, they'll come out and they'll value the team before they sell? So they don't officially go out and, like, make values for all of the teams every year. They're just guesses. So, like, they're selling, the Ottawa Senators, do you know about that? They're they're actually selling their team, and they were talking about selling it to um, uh, Ryan Reynolds as part of the, one of the, he was in on one of the things. He was not giving any money in there, but he was going to be as part of the thing as they were going to... He was going to get a stake because he was going to promote everything. Okay, here's my take on that. I say, if the Ottawa Senators can get Ryan Reynolds on board with that, that would be a massive win for them. Because Ryan Reynolds and um, Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia mm-hmm. bought a soccer team in Wales... Wrexham FC, and they oh, yeah. they literally were last place and very terrible in the lowest division in English soccer. They were terrible, and now and now they're off. Yes, now they're a phenom, all because they were able to dump some money into the team and get better players. If Ryan Reynolds is able to get his hands on like moving some players around, I'm not even going to lie to you. He actually obsessed over the game of soccer internationally so that he could get better players to play for Wrexham. He, him and Mac obsessed over it so they could make the team better and the culture around the team better. And who's to say they don't do the same thing for the senators. Or yeah. The problem is though, it's looking like it's not going to be them. They already, they were like the number one bid going in and then like Snoop Dogg was in on a team on a, on a bot thing too, but neither of those them, uh, neither of them got it. Uh, it looks like one of the one that got it was um, he was a part owner, I think of the Detroit Red Wings. A minority okay. stake. So he has to sell his stake, technically, because I guess he's not allowed to own like two teams. Uh, a certain be- percentage of both at the same time. Yeah, like he can have he can have ownership in both, I think. It's just he can't have like too much of it. I can't remember what it he was. But a, like, I, I bet it's he can't be a majority owner on one team and be a minority owner in another. Yeah, so you can only have like minority stakes in both or something. Yeah. Um I, okay. That, that makes, makes sense. sense to me. But do, makes do you happen to know how much the lightning could we potentially be partial owners of the lightning? I'm sorry? Could we potentially be partial owners of the Lightning if they're selling a minority stakes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to start uh, <laughs> digging into your piggy bank. If you want to go, go and break and get your coins out, John. Yeah. So they are the highest officially valued uh, hockey team ever because they haven't valued the, There's obviously ones that are worth more, like Toronto and New York and all that stuff. Yeah, the original but, six. Yeah, the Lightning are now, like, they're saying they are worth, like, $1.4 billion. So before this came out, like, let's say a couple of years ago. I mean, the, the last team that sold in the NHL was, like, for a few hundred million dollars. Yeah. So the Senators are not going to make a billion dollars. They no were way. trying to sell for a billion. But they're only going to get, like, 940, something like that. But originally, before all this stuff came out, they, were, they had no idea that they were worth this much. They kind of thought that most of the teams, they had the Lightning listed a value of about, like, 650 million. And now and they're worth like a idea. billion dollars. Yeah, one point four billion is what they say. But well, Jeff, uh, Jeff have, Minnick, who's the, who they bought have, the team, I think he bought the team for like one hundred and thirty million. He's going to make a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, he's not, but he's not even selling the whole team. He's just selling the stake. But he did dump a ton of money into that arena and the players. I mean, and the I will, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Amelie Arena is very nice. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter where you sit in that arena, you're going to see the game very well. Like, it, you could be sitting at the very top, behind the freaking net, like, and you're still getting all the action. Like, it doesn't 
Therefore, like that screen is insane too. He put that. Yes. I think he put that. He put that screen in. Yeah, the giant screen like, in the bubble. Was massive. Oh my gosh! And the, then then he was responsible for putting the the pipes thing in, which I don't like as much. But I like the area though. I like that it's a bar. Like you can stand there and watch the game and get a drink. That's kind of cool. It is. It's still probably about as much as they want to be. I mean, they're the, ultimately they're the boss. I mean, like when it comes down to it. They have the guy who's running the team for them. So they have a president. Then they'll have a general manager who the president like well, can either run hockey operations or like oversee, uh, you know, player management. But like they, they also do the business side of it. Like, you know, how much money are we making? Like, what are we what are we advertising with? That kind of stuff. So okay. the president does that. But they also oversee like the general manager. General manager like runs the team. So he they do the trades. They do the, the call. They do the drafting. They do all that stuff. And then you got the coach. And then like, yeah, whatever. So but the owners are in charge of all of them. If they don't, those people don't produce, they're like, hey, yeah, <laughs> we're going to go somewhere else. <laughs> it's, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. Oh, God. Yeah. But I, I, you know what, though? It would be pretty fun, even though I feel like we would probably ruin the team. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know what I'm doing. Sort of, kind of. I, I have an idea of what, what some players might look like, but that's that's probably about it. I mean, Cause even the thing that they did, even the thing that they did with uh, – Ross Colton, where they they trade him away because he was going to turn into an unrestricted free agent at like on today actually he was going to um, so they need to trade they needed to do something with him um, they were supposed to give him an offer at some point if they were going to keep him, him but yeah. they only have eight million dollars left in their cap space so they and they need to sign like six players so they were like we can't afford to pay you three and a half million which is what it sounds like they want or what he wants. So they're like, let's trade you away before we lose you. Yeah, so you, and they got a pick out of it, right? Yeah, so they got a second-round pick. Did, did the, um, why didn't the Lightning go through their roster a little bit deeper like, and just you know, trade away all the people with expiring contracts for a lot of picks? Because do you feel, like, do you feel like the Lightning are on the downswing? They are a little bit. I think they're still in the position where they want to try to keep winning. Like they're not, yeah. they're not yeah. done. Like the core that they have is still there. They just might change some of the pieces around the edges. So I think, I think the third and fourth line are going to be like you don't even recognize them. But that's probably about it. Like the first two lines, and obviously Vasilevsky's going to be back there for the for as long as we can keep them. Oh, of course, uh, Vasilevsky. As long as he's there, I think they're going to keep trying to win. Um, if he starts falling off, I think that's that's the rebuild time. Well, because you know they still got they still got multiple people that are scoring 100 points 100 points seasons. Yeah, wasn't it three? Oh, Stammer. Oh, wow. this, this just came out like a couple minutes ago. Uh, Ian Cole is now gone, who's our, one of our defensemen we had this year. Breaking he news. was. I don't know if you know the story of him. He was part of a scandal actually in Raleigh with the Carolina Hurricanes. I did not know where this. the um, reporter for the team was sleeping with like five of the players. Including Ian Cole, but he actually came to the Lightning like right before that happened, and yeah, so he we only I think we only signed him to a one year deal, and now he he signed a one year deal. Oh, okay, so he signed a one year deal with Vancouver for, I mean, not that much, one point nine, but I don't think we we didn't want him for that much money. So I, Taylor, I mean, so Taylor, you would say you would call that you would call her a puck bunny, right? <laughs> oh my God! Please never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh boy but yeah she so she was reportedly like sleeping with like five, five players. players so they, fired, they fired her uh last year and had to bring in like a new reporter for the team hopefully it was a dude <laughs> no they brought in a uh another attractive young woman <laughs> so yeah from st louis or something you know like what? that but, yeah. they didn't learn from yeah, the previous they made it very clear that you know can't be sleeping with the players well so. hey if these players got mad riz it's gonna happen I think her name is uh, Abby Labar, if you want to look her up. she. So what happened, though, it was so crazy, because all of this came out 
two weeks before she got married. She was oh. getting married. And she was yeah, and like all, she was getting married to, I think it was like a dentist or orthodontist or something like that. And like really nice guy from what I can hear. And yeah, all this stuff came out and the wedding was called off. And it was it was a whole bunch of drama. And then like all the, some of the players that reportedly were sleeping with her were yeah. married with kids. Like like Ian Cole, who was oh, now wow. on the lightning. And I'm like, great. <laughs> so, Oh, I see her. She's got like blonde hair. Abby Labar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see a picture of her. I don't recognize her at all, but yeah. that's... She's not very... Fa- I mean, she's not famous. I mean, like, you know, obviously she's yeah. still like an attractive young reporter. Neymar Jr.? The Yes, the, the football star was just called out for cheating, and he made, like, a public apology. Neymar cheating. It's, it, it's wrong, very disrespectful to your partner. Model calls... Oh, no, they, they called him out. Okay, uh, news... Neymar pens heartfelt post after admitting to cheating on pregnant girlfriend. Holy crap. She was pregnant too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spotted with. Oh, never mind. He was spotted with Jimmy Butler hanging out. Holy crap. So he cheated on his pregnant girlfriend. So, but, okay. Oh, but speaking of cheating, wasn't Neymar caught for cheating recently? Dude, yeah, he, has not, he has not had good press recently because I think he was also at a Formula One race. And they had, he was out on the sidelines and you're allowed to be there like on the grass, like. Like during the beginnings of it, like not yeah. the beginnings. I'm sorry, but the pre the pre race stuff, the yeah. pre race stuff. He was out there and like walking around, and then he was like, they're like, they told him he needs to come back in now because the race is starting, and he's like, no. So he was like staying out there during the warm up lap, and they're like, no, you need to leave before you get hit by a car. Like you're gonna like you, it's not safe. Like no one could be out here. So they, yeah. from what my understanding, I think F1 was talking about just banning him from the sport altogether. That because he, because he's not following the rules, I and mean, this is like the second gonna... time he'd done something like that. Like this is not his first thing. Like so, he's having a tough month. <laughs> like it's been a rough month for Neymar. Like, Neymar, is that what you say, Neymar? Neymar yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. this: play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> John, I wanted to uh, ask you about one more thing before we wrap this up here. Okay. Uh, did you see that the USF is making a new football stadium on campus? Wait, which campus though? Uh, the, the, one by, the one by Emily. Yeah. They're ta- they're no, not by Emily. I think it's their Tampa campus, like the one um, oh, by, by, Bush, by Bush Gardens, I think. Oh, by Bush Gardens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Are they, where are they putting that? Do they, do they have a room? I'm not room? sure, but they have some room apparently. But they were talking about they don't like playing at. Ray um, J. Thank you. Yeah, Ray J. Anymore, and they want to have a more student life sort of fun scene that's going to recruit better players to come play for them. They feel like the way they play right now that they don't they don't know there's no hype in it, so like they can't get a lot of people in. The coach doesn't care. All the students, are, there's going to be a massive student section for that. I mean, yeah. like, the USF is, is a pretty large school at this point. Like, they're, they will get a ton of – I mean, look at all the, the, the USF students that are going to the Lightning Games. There's, like, almost, like, 500 or 1,000 that are making their trip down to Tampa. Like, that's, that's not even close by. Uh, they they, they've been getting worse? They were, they're 1-11. Okay. They went 1-11 last year? Okay. I thought I thought I saw something. <laughs> <where they laughs> oh, my God. I lied wow. to myself. And I thought, and I thought, I thought they were bad. I didn't realize they were terrible. That is, that is, I wouldn't even, as a student, I wouldn't even probably go watch. That's yeah, so, so bad. Okay, I was living, I was living. Clear. Oh my god, John, put it this way: like the beginning, the beginning of the year, a uh, beginning of, uh, oh, what was it? The beginning, of, beginning of March or spring. The Ray, the Tampa Bay Rays, won more games in one week than USF has won in three years. Yep. And so that is so bad. I mean, they probably won like five or six games in a week. Yep. Because uh, they won, right? Then they went like, wasn't it 18 straight or something like that? I can't oh remember. my God. Yeah, to start the season, like 18 straight. Yeah. 
And the thing, I'll be like, they, USF hasn't had a moment. And it's so bad. <laughs>